The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and or sponsors. <laughs> Welcome to the 66th episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast where we take a look at controversial issues from many points of view. Coming up on this week at marijuana usage in today's society. I'm your host, Kay, and joining me is lifetime marijuana advocate, Joe. How's everybody doing tonight, today, and this morning? Everyone is sitting in their lazy boy and smoking the ganja. Smoking or are they munching it? Munch, munching it? Are they eating it? I mean, they chewing it. <laughs> like in a brownie? Or? No, they have it in a salad form. I think that's a new thing. <laughs> is it? Is it I don't know. Well, the new thing I hear a lot about is dabbing. Not the dance move, obviously. Are you familiar with the dance move? Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with the dance move. Uh, Are you familiar with the drug? Well, yeah. The, the use of it. Isn't it like a syrup or something like that? It's like a crystal or something. I I really don't know, and uh, it's kind of gooey. I don't know. I've I've seen pictures. I haven't read anything in detail, but that's the new thing. You know, it used to be marijuana, then it used to be uh, people are popping e at these EDM shows. Uh, is that what mollies are? I'm not sure what that is. Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's ecstasy, man. Is it? Why is it called a molly? I think so. I don't know why it's called a molly. Well, you know that's that's today's society. We're all we have we we're all addicts, okay? So be addicted, okay? Just just be addicted to the podcast. Thank you. Please be addicted. <laughs> Everyone's an addict somehow. Uh, what are you addicted to besides, uh, uh, you know, disappointing yourself? Uh, <laughs> achieving great things. I'm addicted to achieving great things. Uh. Yeah, actually, next month I'm trying to challenge myself to uh, stay off uh, social media a little bit. Let me ask you this: Did you say that last month? I did say that last month. <laughs> <laughs> I even yeah. said uh, I would stop, try to stop cursing, but so yeah, we all know that's not going to happen. I'm working on it. It's because you hang out around me, so <laughs> you know that's just one thing that just isn't going to change. So today, in, in, in talks of things that don't change. Marijuana usage. Let's let's talk about it. We've spoken about it before, back in the day when multiple perspectives was just a baby, and so we're gonna touch on it again. And this time, it's more specific into the usage of in today's society, as the overview has stated. Uh, so let's kick it off here. I mean, when's the first time you heard about marijuana? Oh, middle school. That's pretty late, isn't it? Well, no, it, it was late, man. I was in my own innocent world, you know. The, I see never, the first time I smelt it, the first time I seen it is middle school. I've actually seen people use ecstasy in middle school first before I even heard about marijuana. So. Okay. You, do it. Did you use ecstasy in middle school? Is that what you're trying to tell people? No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've witnessed people in class use it or were in class that are totally out of the out of the ceiling, man. How do you know they just weren't popping Tic Tacs in their mouth? 
No, because when their eyes are so, your pupils are so dilated, it's something else, man. Okay. I knew I knew something was wrong. Okay. Well, just by the fact that you said something was wrong, you've offended about everyone who uses that specific type of drug. So, good job on you for that. Let's move to the cannabis.co and I want to pull an article specifically from this site cuz this is obviously biased in one direction. So, you know, it's going to be fun to read. This one says cannabis stigma Millennials Caught in Changing Norms. It's uh, written by Bruce Kennedy, who uh, says that the millennial generation is defined as ages uh, 20 to 36 as of this year. You know, that definition changes all the time, but let's pretend that's the right one for now. And basically, he's talking about how Generation Y, which is also the other name of uh, millennials, are in this phase where marijuana is crossing over to becoming socially acceptable in everyday usage. Do you think it's really becoming socially acceptable? No, I don't think so. Is it for, is some, it more, for some people? Is it more acceptable than it was back in the 60s? Uh, I don't know. I would think that, you know, the, the 60s, uh, there was a lot of hippies around, so it was very acceptable, I would think. I would okay. assume. That whole but sentence the- was very offensive. It has triggered me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go make a vlog about it. Okay. But, you know, from my understanding is what they smoked in the 60s is different than what they smoke now. I've actually heard that. I've, I've spoken to people who were hippies quote-unquote, back in the 60s, and they said that, you know, you kids are smoking stuff that we never had back in the day. So apparently, drugs, you know, evolve or something like that. It's, it's more potent today from what I hear. Yeah. Very potent. Yeah, so, so maybe the effects of marijuana back in the day were the effects of a cigarette nowadays. So, I mean, I mean I've seen the videos of, the, you know, the... People marching on the street, smoking the smoking the herb on the street while protesting, or you know, just walking down the street. I don't see it. I don't see you know when I when I walk down the street, I don't see people just smoking pot out of nowhere. You've never seen that? No, you know, not, not a bunch of people like how people smoke cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, definitely not like cigarettes, but I've seen my fair share of people just walking around and smoking a joint and working downtown, you know, that whole town smells like two things, urine and marijuana (laughs) and and, and liberals. (laughs) That's that's another episode. So basically what Bruce Kennedy is touching on here when he mentions, you know, the change in marijuana is, is that basically the laws, you know, now a whole bunch of states have it for legal use and it's changed the way that people have uh, viewed marijuana but do you think you've been affected by the legalization changes no not at all not at all nothing changed in my neighborhood no no like dispensary just popped up or anything like that no well maybe not in our neighborhood but if you drive to the next town over dispensaries were popping up everywhere a few years ago oh yeah sure i mean when when i was in school in downtown man people were passing uh you know, medical, I guess we call medical marijuana advertisements or cards. You know, if you feel right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little business cards with the leaf on it. Yeah. Oh, if you can, if you have a hard time studying or you have if a If your back sleeping. hurts, we, we've got some medication for you. It's all natural. Yes. 
It's actually uh, right next to the train that we took to go home. Right, that place is gone, actually. I've, I've, I work right next to there now. And uh, it used to be, uh, you know, the second floor next to an Italian restaurant. But now it's gone. I've, I've checked. Mm. It's gone. But listen to this. A Pew Research Center survey, as always, says that uh, millennials are more than twice as likely, likely to support legalization of marijuana as they did in 2006. That's 71% today compared to 34% back then. Why the change? Is it what is it? Is it pop culture? Is it music? TV? Movies? Uh, it probably Kanye is West. pop culture. Kanye. <laughs> did you say Kanye West? <laughs> I did. He's I pretty influential. Does he, does he smoke? All right. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. And you, so let, let's pretend, you know, you're watching the Ellen show and Ellen says, hey, everybody smokes smoke marijuana. You should too. How? What What do you think the percentage of, of people who agree with that would go up to? Uh, I, th- I think the, the most of the adults will still have reservations of it. Most. Yeah, I, I still believe that adults mostly have reservations on it. Yeah, you're just trying to defend mankind. But, you know, back then they called something that was like that the Oprah effect. For example, you know, those books stamped with the Oprah recommended sticker. Oh, yeah, they've become yeah. national bestsellers or something? Right, like that. yeah, they saw a spike in sales, so that's the Oprah effect. But now I think it's the Ellen effect because, look, anything she brings on, her show becomes big. Oh, yeah, sure. Does it become big before she put them on a show? Well, or? it's pretty big before the show, and then she'll bring it on, and then it becomes huge. So. Oh, okay. She can bring us on, but I don't think she would. <laughs> you know? Maybe. It's a possibility. I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. So, let's move along here. Uh, you know, while reading this, it's obvious. <laughs> Which way does this article sway towards? Are they for oh, or against it's for, I mean, this is written by the cannabis staff, of course. Uh, it's just pointing out that I, I think, do like most of my uh, younger cousins and uh, they're, they're, you know, they know about it. They know about weed usage. And uh, when somebody, like I'm out with my family and we pass by somebody who has a bag of weed in his backpack or something, you smell it out. We just look and turn at each other and we just laugh. Well, what is what is funny about that? We just laugh because we know what it is. Yeah, but it's not a big deal. Like, uh, you know, uh, if I know somebody who smokes weed and uh, uses it, it's, I'm not like offended by it. I'm offended by the smell. I don't like the smell. Because it smells like a goddamn skunk. It's, it's, it's a heavy smell. I hated it on the, the train home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one argument for that is uh, cigarettes smell the same way. Cigarettes are bad. Cigarettes smell bad too to me, but, you know, in terms of like uh, acceptance of it, I think, do you think that kids or millennials will go to their parents and say, hey, dad, mom, I, I smoke weed every day. Never. Never. Even though it's illegal, even though it's, you know, accepted. No, I'm not. They would never say that because kids, when they're asked, how was school, what do they say? For, what do you mean? 
when you say you're 15, your mom says, how was school today, Joe? What do you, what's your response? That's uh, all right. Exactly. Okay. Are you going to tell her you smoked weed? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like maybe you're already 18, you know, you're already 19 or something. Well, actually, uh, while doing research for this, I actually saw a video. It was, yeah, I'm sure it was BuzzFeed. It was uh, parents smoke marijuana with their kids for the first time. And, you know, yeah, but how old, were, how old were the kids? They're millennials, so anywhere from, you know, 18 to 36 or whatever it was. Oh, okay. And uh, they, they, it was supposed to be framed as a, hey, the, you know, weed it can get you and your parents together. Like bonding by smoking right. weed together? Yep. Yes. Hmm. Yes, interesting. That's exactly what that is. Before we get too offensive here, let's move along. Um, if you read further into the article, it uh, focuses on a 26-year-old who is the founder and president of Colorado nonprofit Viverde, which is a resource center for med- medical cannabis patients. And she says they're very scared of Big Brother. They'd rather just sit in the back. And that's in response to the social openness and acceptance about pot. What, what does she mean by Big Brother? Uh, I think it's probably the feds or, you know, everybody watching them. Like, they don't want to be put under a microscope, you know, online hasn't it, or... Hasn't it been said that marijuana makes you paranoid? I don't know if it does. Probably has been said it makes you As an avid user, what are your thoughts and experiences on it? I don't think it makes you paranoid. Or is that what most people would say? From my experience? No, I have no personal experience in this, man. All right. Well, I feel like whatever she said just didn't make sense to me. So, this what, from what I understand from the article, is that even though cannabis is becoming legalized uh some millennials don't want to say that they use it because they they're, they're going to be depicted as potheads they don't like to be depicted as potheads like uh, okay you're uh, you're going to work and you see your you know according to the article you see your coworker at the you know having lunch but they're having a beer you don't think they're as a alcoholic if they're so smoking a cigarette, you don't think anything of that. They're just smokers. But if you were to see your coworker smoking weed in their break, you'll think them as a drug user, even though it's legal. Would you, you think that? Uh, I think before I would. Before what? Well, you know, back back when I was in middle school, middle school and high school. Okay, so what do you think now? If you were walking on the street and you saw your coworker. Smoking a joint on the street. Uh, was it during, you know, work day? No, it was after. If it was after, I don't care. But if it was during the work day, I'd be pissed. Well, what if they were drinking a beer during the work day? Uh, the, still, the, you know, the shift is still going to continue, right? Right, yep. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be questioning about it, too. Because it actually, I actually experienced it where... um. I was working a shift at a restaurant and I was a cook. And then some of my co-cooks went on a break, smoked some herb 
in the car. This is this is the restaurant that starts with a K, ends with a C, and has an F in the middle, right? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> and um, they came in, and uh, you know, you you smell the weed on them. They're acting kind of high, fooling around. We have customers coming in. You know, we, we're cooking. And then, um, one of the managers, you know, one of the upper guys, he, he got, he got kind of pissed. He's like, come on, man. You know, we're trying to get work done. Supposedly, weed makes you uh, laid back a little bit, so. Okay. What if those same coworkers went to the back, had a beer each, came back, and worked fine? And worked fine? Yeah. I mean, I, I would still question it. Okay. What if they went to the back? Smoked the blunt, came back, worked fine. And worked fine? Uh, you, you still smell, smell it off of it. Yeah, yeah. You still smell. But the thing with cigarettes, nobody says anything about cigarettes, right? Yeah, well, most people don't. It's really just out of politeness, to be honest, because you can always smell cigarettes on people after they've taken a smoke break. Mm-hmm. I mean, I smell it on people all the time. It's not like I go, you just smoked a cigarette, didn't you? <laughs> you know? Oh. How about, how about drinking? You just you just drank one, didn't you? Right, yeah, yeah. But it, if if it affects your work, then yeah, that's where you cross the line. Hmm. So yeah. but that that's hard to say, you know. It's it's not a black and white issue, which is mostly what we talk about. So, in terms of the alcohol thing, you know, when you when you from what I've learned in my experience with talking to people who advocate for the use of marijuana. You can't win talking to them. You know, they've always got something to say back to you. Uh, yeah, explain that further. Like, uh, they have all these positives about using cannabis. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you if you just say something like, you know, it shouldn't be legalized. They've got all this whole spiel about how people are addicted to coffee. That's fine. People like to smoke cigarettes. That's fine. People like to drink. That's fine. I call it the alcohol defense. What do you think? What are your thoughts about it? Is it a valid defense? Saying that other people are addicted to other things in our society, right? Yeah, and it's socially acceptable. It, you know, it is one point in their defense, but I mean, is isn't there a negative side effect to some usage of this? Oh, right. I've met the laziest people, man, who smoke marijuana, okay? You know, every time you talk to them, they say, oh, you know, this smart guy smoked marijuana. Yeah, but for every one of those guys, there's a hundred guys like you. Who do nothing. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I, I witnessed myself where marijuana made people very complacent. For some people, sure, they, they get stuff done. Yeah, some people. They get stuff done even without the marijuana, right? Yep. Were they lazy before the herb or they just became lazier with the herb? You know, it's it's hard to say, but I, I just hate... I mean, it, part of me wants just like uh, nationwide uh, marijuana legalization so that these guys have nothing to talk about anymore. Uh, but, you know, that's just a hope and a dream. hope and a dream. Because I've had classes where, where teachers mm-hmm. advocate for this and it's like, it's like a history class or it's like a math class. It has nothing to do with the class. Nothing to do with the class, huh? Yeah, and just marijuana, bring it up. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move along here. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the article goes on to talk about a whole bunch of... I think the guy who wrote this was high. So, which it's kind of like all over the place. And, uh, you know, he, he basically goes on to 
talk about how marijuana has a has a stigma that alcohol doesn't have, that cigarettes don't have. Have you found that that's true? Yeah. Dude, if you, I'm telling you, like, if, if people see a kid with uh, marijuana or an adult with marijuana, people are going to think kind of him as weird or he's he's into the hard stuff. But why? Because it's it's been always depicted as, you know, a bad drug. People get shot over this drug. People don't sell alcohol on the corner of the street or cigarettes. I mean, they some do, but... It's not something where, you know, you see crime or cops, the TV show cops, arresting people for bags of uh, bags of weed, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, well listen to this here. The article says that uh, this lack of social openness here extends to the social networks and the social medias like Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that. People don't hesitate to post a picture of them having a drink but they won't post a picture of them smoking a joint. Have you found that that's true? Because I have not, okay? You've seen They're people pic- post pictures of them smoking a joint? All the time. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen that. I've seen it on... Oh, yeah, sure. I've seen it on Instagram. Not on Facebook. I've seen it on Instagram a lot. People proud that they smoke it. It's, uh, you know, advocates for people who smoke it will be advocates of, uh, of it. Every, 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 everything weed is good. Well, let's pretend you, you are someone who doesn't support, you know, marijuana legalization. And after reading this piece here, does it change your mind at all? Uh, no, I wouldn't change my mind if I was. Change my mind either. Well, first of all, it's written by the cannabis. And second of all, it oh, it only talks about the pros of, of marijuana. That's all it talks about. Oh, okay. You know, and, and the uh, the effects of marijuana, and you know, like people might affect their jobs. That's the negative, I guess. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. We got to get someone who's uh, who's an advocate for this type of thing on the show here, and uh, you know, just uh, offer to buy him a dime bag or something. <laughs> <laughs> don't get on for sure it's gonna be a shit show but you know whatever <laughs> speaking of shit shows let's uh, take a break from multiple perspectives here <laughs> <laughs> we come back we're gonna be touching on teachers and marijuana you're listening to MP
So, uh, do you know if any of your professors or teachers smoked herb? Uh, if we're judging just by the fact that if they were lazy or not, pretty sure most of them smoked. You know, <laughs> but if we go by whoever actually says it, I, I think I've had a few teachers, most of them in college. I had one professor actually just say that he was about to go shopping and he lit up a joint in his car. Oh, yes, you heard that? Yeah, he was fired immediately. He was fired immediately? Not, not for that. He was fired like a year after that. Oh, okay. Was it because of the... the yeah, well, but probably mainly because he's an asshole, but, you know, that class is terrible. Yeah, so speaking about being fired or being put on hold, uh, let's bring in this article from the New York Times titled, Texas teachers shouldn't be punished for marijuana use in Colorado, judge says. So the background of the story, a Texas high school teacher used marijuana used marijuana in Colorado by eating an edible. She came back to the Texas uh, high school and uh, they had a drug test on her and she said that uh, she did eat an edible back in Colorado and because of that, she was kind of like suspended from what I understand. So your professor, this is not the same deal, was it? No, this guy actually straight up said, I was smoking a joint. And all the kids, you know, they're all like, oh, wow, this guy's so cool. Did they laugh or, or cheer uh, him on? Yeah, or? they cheered, they laughed. But I was in the back saying, man, this is really unprofessional. How old, well, you know, my question is, how old is this um, teacher, professor? Mine or the one in the article? Oh, you're, you're uh, professor. 35, 40. Okay, yeah, so this, this Miss Rowland, this teacher on the article, is about the same age. You know, she's 39 years old at the time. Right, yeah. But the difference is that in Texas, it's not legal. In Colorado, it's completely illegal. But in California, what's, it's, it's kind of weird area. What is it, medically legal or something like that? Oh, yeah, medical use is legal. Didn't, didn't we have a proposition that passed that made recreational legal now? Like that makes a difference. I think there at all. I mean, people are still going to use it, I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, for 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 most of the time that we were in college, it was medically acceptable to use it, and it was really easy to get one of those cards. All you had to do was say that you couldn't sleep or that your back hurt. Yes. Yes. That's all you needed to do. I've actually overheard somebody say that they just went in there and said I wanted some weed there. Able to get some. Yeah. Doctor writes him a prescription. Uh, craving cannabis or something like that. So, you know, I, I touch on unprofessionalism. Um, does that apply to this story at all? It's not like the teachers just told their kids, hey, I had some marijuana. No, it was uh, like a random drug test. Right. That happened. And because in Texas, uh, marijuana usage is illegal, from what I understand here, it's uh, she was suspended. But uh, the judge said that she did not find Miss Roland unworthy to instruct. So this judge who tried to saying that she shouldn't be punished is that it didn't affect her teaching in any way. But the possession of it 
it, it's weird because she did it in Colorado, but she mentioned it in Texas. Right. You know, in, in terms of me- medical or personal uses of marijuana, do you think teachers who are in like elementary school and middle school mention it to their students? You know, middle school, I wouldn't be too surprised if they did because we got some socially progressive schools now, you know, where where we, it's, we, a, it's a safe zone. You can talk about anything unless it's rape because then we got to report it. Oh, okay. They can talk about anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's teachers telling their middle school kids that on the weekends they smoke out of a apple or something like that. Smoke. <laughs> yeah, because that's some advanced smoking techniques, man. I'm sure they're at that point. Probably is. Uh, you, you know, a lot of our, uh, what do you call this, uh, peers are becoming teachers now who are actually our age. Have Some of them are probably did smoke one. I'm sure of it. So, th- and our does it hinder teaching students? A teaching ability? Does it? I don't know. For some people, they told me it opened up your mind. Does it? They say. I don't know, man. You could be a serial killer and say that killing opens up your mind. <laughs> okay. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Could be the same thing. But, uh, you know, this brings in the question of mer- medical or marijuana usage. How it affects your job. So federally, it's still illegal. Statewide, it's legal. So if you apply, if you try to apply for a federal job, you think that you'd be able to get the job? I think they have to make you piss in a cup, right? Right, yeah. They got to do the drug test, for sure. And you won't get the job, obviously. Um, but that goes on to ask, you know, are is drug testing a violation of privacy? Hmm. <clears throat> Is it a violation? I mean, if you're trying to get employed, I mean, there have certain guidelines that you have to pass in order to be paid by them. Okay. You're, you're willfully trying to go into the job. Well, who I guess, you who know. usually thinks that drug testing is a violation of privacy? People who would uh, fail the drug test. <laughs> <laughs> that's... That's the honest truth. You know, I when I was working at these random places, retail shops and stuff like that, I would just prank people and say, hey, did you hear they're doing random drug testing this week? A lot of people would freak out and you could tell uh-huh. who were the users. <laughs> Very funny, man. Very funny. Yeah. So this teacher actually uh, agreed to be tested. You know, she didn't resist. It, uh, they, they found traces of marijuana in her hair where evidence of it can remain for six months. Right. That's a test they resort to now, I heard, because it only remains in your room for a few days. So, you know, I guess it'll exit your system for a long time. Right. Not until a long time. So the judge actually compares this situation to, uh, you know, if we arrested someone who traveled to Las Vegas to gamble where it is legal and then came back to New York. And they were arrested for gambling. What do you think about that? Is that a stretch? Uh, no, it's not a stretch. I actually, uh, actually kind of agree with the judge here. Kind of? Why only kind of? Well, 
Well, I mean, not kind of. I, mean, I agree with the judge. I mean, you hella agree because <laughs> it, it's tricky when it comes within the United States. Within the United States, I believe that if you do something with another in another state that is legal in that state, then it's okay when you come back to your home state. I think that's okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, on paper it sounds okay, but I'm I'm sure if we sat down for a few minutes, we can think of one situation where it just would be shady. Well, I don't think you should be prosecuted. I mean, it, I mean, I mean, if like uh, if you murder somebody in Nevada and <laughs> cross the border in California, of course you're, <laughs> you're well, going to well, get prosecuted. Well, it's not like murder is legal in Nevada. Oh no, no, it's not. But it, say if you were the executioner, or the state, you know, uh, didn't have a lethal injection as a uh, form of legal execution, and you come over to a different state, I don't think you should be, you know, prosecuted of anything. Okay, so or or guns, you know, for example. Right. Yeah. So let, let's 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 take our side here. Should this teacher be punished or reprimanded or whatever the correct term is nowadays? Uh, I don't think she'd be punished if it didn't affect her teaching. What if it did? If it did, yeah, sure. What if she but told she the high school kids or the middle school kids that she had some edibles in Colorado? Uh, I think she should probably be punished. Uh, so, so guillotine stuff. or lethal injection? <laughs> Which one? And just fill a room with a... <laughs> poisonous gas. It's not poisonous You're gas. You're going to go the German route? No, no. Just fill the room with a with a whole leaf of marijuana and just burn it all up, man. What smoke? How's that a punishment? <laughs> yeah, that's what they want. That's like their end goal. They can die happy after that. So they're if, probably gonna have if 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 you were the teacher, would you be upset that I would be fired? Or yeah, I would be upset. Why is it? This is my job. Right. Well, I mean about the marijuana thing. Would you be upset that they were planning to punish you? Yeah, I'd be upset because I did it in Colorado, not in Texas. Like, you know, uh, what's that slogan in Las Vegas? Whatever happens here stays here. Yeah. Shouldn't it be the same way within each state? You know, the funny thing is I actually have that in my notes. It, my, my question is, why do people even think that at all? Anywhere? About anywhere? Think about what? When they're not home, uh, what happens there stays there. You know, when they're not home, suddenly they're not themselves anymore. That's a dangerous <laughs> thing. Oh, sure. It is a dangerous thing, man. Uh, I guess that's why people go on vacations and, you know, try to get away from their environment. Yeah. I think we they need a yearly IQ test, and if you don't make the cut, poof. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're crossing a line, man. <laughs> okay, fine. If you don't make the cut, you, you, you go to the, you know, the state. You go to a different island? Yeah, you go to a different <laughs> where, where do you go? Uh, you go Washington, D.C. 
test. Not a bad idea. I'm just saying. IQ test. Hmm. Are we all about, you know, survival of the race? What race are you talking about? <laughs> the human race. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right? So, we get all the smart people together. You get all the smart people together and what are they going to do? Build a better world. All right, this is extremely off topic. World. So, <laughs> how would you feel if your superior disclosed that he or she used marijuana? Let's say your boss we'll says, it's, Joe, why don't you come in my office for a second? Close the door behind you. Sits and you he down. starts rolling one? Yeah, he starts rolling Start. one and sits <laughs> you down and says, I got to tell you, I smoked the herb. Uh, I'll be asking, what that? Why are you telling me this? And he says, full disclosure, bro, because that's how they talk. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want you to smoke this one with me or you'll be fired. Is right. that what they're going to say? Yeah. I don't, I don't do drugs. Every sir. joint needs a bag of Funyuns. <laughs> uh, bag of Funyuns, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I'd be, uh, I look my boss differently, though. Why is that? Are you the bad guy, huh. then, if you do? Am I the bad guy? Right, yeah, for changing your opinion just because this guy smokes some measly marijuana, which isn't bad for you at all. Hmm. Maybe I'm depicted as the bad guy. I just look at them different. Same thing as I look at people who drink a lot and uh, smoke a lot. Cigarettes. So what you're saying is you judge people. I don't judge them. I'm concerned about them. So what you're saying is... What, what am I saying? I don't know. I really don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for me, like uh, in terms of... Uh, people know that... Some most people agree that cigarettes are bad for you. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, what do you mean by most? Well, majority, like uh, there's a consensus in society where you know people don't want to be smoked around, or okay. they don't want to have secondhand smoke, sure. or they don't want to smoke around kids, right? What do you mean by people? Not animals. <laughs> That's what. I... <laughs> Non-human animals. All right, yeah, sure. The general consensus is that cigarettes are bad. Cigarettes are bad. Uh, You know, drinking too much is bad. Drinking and driving is bad. Same thing with marijuana, shouldn't it be? Even though it's legal. Uh, Well, you know, smoking your lungs is always bad, but every time you tell someone who smokes that marijuana is bad for you, what do you usually hear? It's all natural, man. Exactly. And they got a list of arguments. Suddenly, they're a scientist. Suddenly, they're yeah. a medical They're researcher. throwing out all these surveys run by the cannabis. It's, it's funny. If you, if you took that passion you have for marijuana and just apply it to something else more meaningful, even just half of that passion, the world will be a much better place. And, and that's a big assumption to make. <laughs> but I'm just, so how about the, I'm just saying, for okay. most marijuana users, just think about that. You know, how about the, do you remember that news anchor who quit a job live? I do. Because she, she opened up yep. a medical marijuana dispensary. Didn't she, what did she say on air? 
It was pretty disrespectful, wasn't it? I think she said F it, right? Yeah, she, it was pretty, it, it wasn't a classy way to go out at all. Because she was covering the actual story about medical marijuana, and I guess she was saying things that were going against her beliefs. That's great, but you're a reporter, aren't you? Yes. She walked off the job, like right. That, that you know what? Full blast. There's marijuana. She's very passionate about the. Okay, there's passion. There's marijuana passion. And there's professionalism. Okay, you gotta have both. You can't just just because you're you're an advocate for it, you don't. Just disregard professionalism. Hmm. It's funny. Would you let your kids smoke marijuana? I, will, I wouldn't let them. It's their choice, but I wouldn't want them to. Okay, all right. It's like, you know why? Because I, I don't got the money for that, man. I give you lunch money so you could buy some damn What if your kids say, instead of lunch money, Dad, can you buy me a joint? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy a yeah, joint. Yeah, but it's their choice. You buy it yourself. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 what if they say, Dad, instead of spending this on milk today, I'm going to buy a joint. Okay. And then uh, you got to go to work then, son. Why? They already have the money for it. What? So are they working or I'm giving them allowance? No, you gave them the money for their milk. Instead of buying milk with it, they're going to buy a joint. So I don't want them to buy milk either way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. You gave them money for, for vegan pita, and instead of buying vegan pita, they, they buy a joint. Uh, I'd be like, why, why are you doing this, son? My conditions are. I have conditions. All right, so these, deep down, uh, it sounds like you don't want your kids to smoke marijuana because <laughs> you said they could do whatever they want. With that school of thought, <laughs> you shouldn't even be naming your kids. You, you, you let them up, and you, you let them grow up, and you let them name themselves. <laughs> let them name themselves. For, no, for me. I can form an opinion on what I want, right, for my kids to do. I'm going to tell them what my position and what my stand is, and they should know. And once they do their own thing, they know what my position is. Yeah, but you don't own them. I don't own them. That's why they get to do whatever they, you know, I'll guide them a certain way. Next next week, parenting. Them. Parenting, yeah. parenting without kids. Parenting 101. Parenting 101. How to raise a baby. How to raise a baby is easy. How to raise a teenager, something else. Should you name your kid when they're born or let them name themselves? X. Just name them X. Yeah. Now that is extreme, extreme spiritual hippie stuff, you know, letting your kids name themselves. Well, that's what, uh, you know, just to interject, uh, that's what hip hop is. You know, you know those rap names? Those rappers. Part of hip hop is recreating yourself, so you give yourself a name. A lot of rappers and MCs, but give their own name. What's, what's Kanye West's real name? I think it's Kanye West. Is it really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. All right. All right. I'll take that. Let's close it up here. Uh, a lot of weed talk. I don't enjoy talking about it typically because every time I do talk about it, it's with a guy who is a big advocate for weed and you can't win with him no matter what you say. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's good to have one of these more neutral conversations, but in terms of what you want to tell kids nowadays, you want to try the ganja. What are you going to tell them? Uh, I would, I would tell them, uh, I'd rather have you kids sell the pot than smoke the pot. You know, I think in a business sense, uh, 
it's probably profitable now. Okay. All right. Capitalism as at its finest. Yeah. Do do what you can to hustle to make money instead of using all your money just to smoke it all the way. Okay. So you're telling all the kids to break some laws. What do you mean break some laws? It's legal in this. Yeah, but you can't just <laughs> sell it on the street. Oh, no, no, no. I'm stop talking about opening up a store and having a dispensary, man. <laughs> I'm not talking about on the street. I mean, federally, you could still get arrested. Sure, it's illegal federally. But statewide. Okay, yeah. Just talking about laws. On MP, we always say laws don't stop anybody. So, no. there's really no point, you know? Well, well, I, you know, if there was a teacher who had an economics class talking about weed, people would probably actually listen. Well, I mean, if they talked about hamburgers, I'd probably listen as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just put it into perspective, you know? If they talked yeah. about vegan pitas, you'd probably listen. <laughs> so, what what would you say to the kids? To which kids? To the kids who want to smoke the, the ganja. Oh, i tell them to take an IQ test. And the, and then what? And if they, if they score below baseline, poof. <laughs> that that is my ideal world okay right. okay okay right. but first I gotta take the IQ test and then that's gonna be the baseline <laughs> so what if you go poof then you can't yeah but I determine the baseline <laughs> okay <laughs> every year man every year I mean and that goes into a lot of topics such as driving tests should should drivers be required to retake the test every 10 years or something especially California drivers because there are a lot of shitty drivers on the road um, I think in other countries they do you have to actually you know to renew your license here at California you just fill out a piece of paper oh yeah as long as the check clears they don't care yeah you know just as long as you pay the fee right exactly they don't test, retest you on your driving, your vision, or anything like that. They don't even, you know, retake your picture. Yeah. They just keep you as a 16-year-old self on the on the, the ID. We, we need more tests in this country, man. We need more assessments. <laughs> Welcome to Alex Jones. Welcome. All right, let, let's cut it here. And that was it for this week's episode of Multiple Perspectives. I know we are... Sp- we're supposed to be talking about light stuff after after these few weeks. Well, next week, let's talk about uh, candy and, and clouds and rainbows. <laughs> Cows and rainbows. Yeah. All right. You've just heard multiple perspectives. We'll see you next week. See you.